Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Yet of the Boat. I'm your host, Chinese Grandma. I'm your host, Bingbing. Welcome to today's Not Yet of the Boat. So today we're going to talk about casual dating and just generally dating. Because recently I really feel old and... I have given up casual dating for a while, and Bingbing is in a relationship, so we just want to talk about maybe the transition of from doing a lot of casual dating to not doing any at all.、Mm-hmm. And from a lot, I mean before transition, before I step into the relationship,、uh, at the most time I was. Uh, seeing around five to six different dudes for a week.、Uh, I remember my personal record is that I brought three different dates to my home in one day, but not like having sex, but having conversation. But at that day, I literally brought three different dudes, and then that's like my pre-COVID casual dating life. How about you, Chinese grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I have not brought three different dudes into my home at the same time,、mm-hmm. but I have definitely dated two or more、mm-hmm. different people. And I remember a really interesting thing that happened on me is that one time I decided to. Date a dude, and then he wasn't very polite at the night. So I decided to wipe off the cup that he drinks from. I wipe, I wipe up the cup, and then I save the tissue. I put it in my drawer because for some reason I thought I had his DNA on the cup. So in case he want to do any violence to me, I can save his DNA. At some level, so <laughs> it's really extreme. Yeah, it's it's really really risky to meet a lot of new people、mm-hmm. and potentially having more intimate、um, connections. And I didn't know what I was thinking about. Actually, I mean, when I was young, I felt like the risky part was. Less important than the fun part, but as I grew older, I really feel like the risk is not worth it. Because、exactly. there's a lot of times the the guy still made me feel like shit, and I don't really enjoy being around them. When I think back about our communications and just the feelings around them. So that is also why I gradually just gave up on casual dating. And now my,、uh, I deleted my Tinder account, and I have I still have another two, a <laughs> dating app which is Hinge and Bumble, which were more,、um, for those people who are trying to date in a more serious note. There are still a lot of people on them、uh, trying to casual dating or hook up. But I just try to filter them out by saying I'm looking for a husband. 
Exactly. Going to Whole Food, <laughs> looking for a husband. Going to gym, looking for a husband. Going to workout, still looking for a husband. Yeah,、uh, I have actually not able to approach a person in real life.、Aww. I'm I'm not really good at it, but I'm trying to learn. If you have any advice, please、uh, let me know. So I agree with you that Tinder in 2021 is purely for fucking. There's no way. You can develop a sincere relationship from Tinder. However, I started using Tinder back in 2013, and then I knew a lot of great people when it first started. And then at some point, people just purely just looking at your picture and decide if they want to swipe, and they didn't leave any personal information. I think most of people just be like, "Oh, I'm a ENTP, I'm a INFJ," and then I'm like. <laughs> Six feet, and that's it. And follow my Instagram, something like that. So Tinder is purely for fucking right now. Oh wow! I actually、uh, saw Korean puppy on Tinder <gasps> before he went on to、um, Fuckboy Island. I saw、oh. him on Tinder, and I think a lot of influencers do that. They just kind of use Tinder as a, a way to promote their Instagram and other social media accounts. Have you matched any of the people that after they give you their、um, Instagram account, they disappear and never talk to you? Um, I think there definitely are people who give me my their Insta- Instagram account and never talk to me. But I don't feel so. First off, I don't follow other people's Tinder accounts just、mm-hmm. because I want to hook up with them. I will. Be following them if I feel their Instagram is interesting or funny. So I would maybe look at them and then decide not to follow them. Yeah, but yeah, that's a great way to know people. Uh, I mean, like a lot of friends of me, we match on Tinder. Around three years ago, and we add each other on Instagram, but we never talk. And then until a certain day, you two just realize you post enough memes, and then you are perfect friends with each other. You should actually hang out. I actually realized that for a lot of people that I follow on Instagram, and then I start hang- hanging out with them. So that's how I knew people. Um, that's how I like maintain like a friendship with people from Tinder. That I just leave them there for a year and then <laughs> reconnected with them again. That is actually awesome. The thing with Tinder and every social media and、uh, other dating app for me is that I gradually realized that there are not a lot of interesting people. At this day and age, still on Tinder, and just because you mentioned this, I didn't take time into account. The first time I used Tinder is also pretty early; it's like five years ago.、Mm. I ver- I used it in twenty sixteen, and back then, I feel there are more genuine people on there actually, or maybe I just I'm in a worse place now, or. <laughs> 
or is it just because five years pass and nobody is genuine there? It's I not feel... because of Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, Dara <laughs> ruined the ad. It's not all that. It's just that. So I started using Hinge. And I realized, no matter how ugly a guy is, they're still trying to fuck. They're still trying to fuck the hottest girls, and that's why I leave even no room for people who would. I don't want people to think that there is still some space or negotiation ledger at my space for you to go into my pants. I do not want any guys to think. To have that thoughts, even because if I leave a tiny little space for them to think that of me, there will be zero chance for me <laughs> to find like a real person who is not heartless. So you say a lot of manual apps really are heartless. Um, what's like your experience other than? About men just trying to getting into your pants. I better there are other heartless experience that you closely encountered with a dude from Tinder or from dating apps. Right. So there was this guy I was seeing. So right off the bat, we were hitting it off. So he told me, and I believe him. I I still believe him that it, he doesn't use Tinder that often, and he's really cute. Kind of my type, which is beautiful yellow man. I mean, cute Asian guys, and we hit it off really quickly. And he's not financially at a he's not as financially stable as me. Although I was not making a lot of money, I, I, I don't think he. Can he has he doesn't have the capability as me to make a lot of money,、uh, which means he doesn't have even he doesn't have a college degree. He just looks cute, and he works in the service industry. Um, so he kind of just kind of live here sometimes, like three out of five days he lives here at my place, and I really like him. I really enjoy his company,、uh, but I know we met on an app. And that our relationship is very superficial, I would say,、mm, in that we are not that close emotionally.、Uh, we're just kind of sleeping together and sometimes eating together. And I would, I, I once said to him that if you have somebody in life. That wants to steal you from me, just tell me, just let me know, because I will understand that our relationship is not like a long-term emotional bond, and I I do not want to be like the hurdle between you and your love life, and but I didn't expect him to find a girlfriend the next week, <laughs> so I said that to him, and he. Literally find a girlfriend next week, <laughs> and and I was um on the way home from the boxing gym the next Saturday, and he he was not being responsive for like 
three or four days. And I sent him an Instagram, just checking in with him. Um, what are you doing this weekend? Are you okay? Because I haven't been healing back from you for a few days. And he told me on the streets when I was walking back home. Uh, I'm kind of seeing this another girl and I'm really liking her. And I was instantly like my head exploded because <laughs> I know this person's gonna leave me, but I didn't expect it to come so soon, so fast, so unexpectedly. And I just felt so unappreciated and unwanted because apparently there's another girl out there who is more wanted and more liked by this person I, by, I find attractive. But unfortunately, my, my instinct, like my reflex is being nice. And that is why I'm so mad about myself. I when he said he's seeing another girl, I said, it's okay. I said, um, what did I say? Um, let me find my Instagram. I basically said, it's okay, I can let you go. And that like really movie. broke my heart. Not, mm -hmm. not only this guy broke my heart, I think me myself broke my heart by being so nice to this person. I want to say something Uncle Roger would say. Why so weak? Why so Why weak? Why so weak? Why so weak? Why so I mean, weak? Exactly. And this person was just being like a total... I mean, not douche. He told me before that he just want to see see me for a while exclusively, and I didn't ask him to do that. He asked to do that, and then broke his promise, which is like I don't expect someone to stay true forever, but a week. <laughs> it was a total shock to me, and I. I asked him later that how did it happen? And he said, it just happened. She's a friend of a friend and we were hanging out. It kind of just happened. And I was like, fine. I think he likes her more because they didn't meet through Tinder. Exactly. And that's also maybe one trigger um, of me deleting my account. Because I, I deleted it before, but re-downloaded it. This time, I haven't been using it for a couple months. So I think it's really done for me on Tinder because I was really broke by this incident, this dude and myself, the reaction of me. And okay. really, help. I, I think it's hurtful, but it's helpful for me to think about what I really want because I really don't know what I want. I just want to have a good time. I don't want to be lonely. And I was on there and I was hurt. I guess that's why casual dating hurts is because a lot of people seeking for casual dating don't know what they want. And that creates the best environment for toxic people people who will cancel their date plan at last time and people who are not responsible for what they said at all. For example, this dude saying that 
he wanted to see you exclusively, but the next week he changed his mind. So the cost of being irresponsible in this habit so low that breaking up and ghosting are so common and so easy. And another thing I hate about casual dating the most is that it's like a competition. You have to pretend you don't care if your date reply your text in an hour and you have to match, maybe even waiting longer. So you probably have to wait two hours to reply. And let's say we are, I'm going out with my friend and then receive this booty call with, hey, where you're at? Are you free later? Let's say at eight. So I have to wait an hour and send a reply back at night. And this dude will send a text back maybe in two hours. This back and forth with flirting, maybe we'll see each other like around 2 a.m. And your whole night is just ruined by this kind of back and forth and waiting. And you actually couldn't have fun with your friend because you have to text and keep watching for the text. That's what I hate the most. And I am a very impatient person. I cannot do this. How do, how do I say that? I cannot do this catching while waiting game because it's just not my type. I just don't like it at all. Exactly. It's really not going anywhere. And it's a total waste of time to do this kind of competition with the other person. And I really agree with you that for us, who are not heartless, it sounds like a game that you have to pretend that you don't care. But those people on the other end, they might just don't care. Mm -hmm. And if we have hearts, we're gonna get hurt, but those people really can't get hurt. And But I admit, sometimes I am the asshole in an interaction like this. Or like sometimes I just chose to ghost someone when I don't really know how to reply them or when I don't really have any feeling towards this person. But I would say I could have done a better job of communication to hurting this, this person for once and just make it clear that mm -hmm. we're not going anywhere. So maybe we can try go find someone else and I think it's just being an adult is really important and this kind of casual dating and back and forth thing not for not going anywhere but I think it's really just a space for myself or an opportunity maybe for me to think about how I value my value and how I value other people's time Exactly. Um, if you plan to go on some event, you don't want to get rescheduled because of a dude who did you on a date. And I just realized my personal life efficiency just increased a lot after I quit casual dating because I would plan the event with my boyfriend beforehand. And there's no more where you at come through type of text anymore. Absolutely. So I think we've vented kind of enough about how we hate it and still hate casual dating. I just want to know how did you manage to transition to more serious relationship or serious dating, if you like to share? Yeah, I think 
uh, my mental state definitely transitioned before, had a transition before I transferred to long-term relationship because I was landed with a dream offer um, a week before I stepped into a stable relationship. And I really liked the job and I felt more relaxed. I feel I have more time to manage a lot of other things. And then after my mental set state gets better, I feel like it's time for me to talk about it with my um, boyfriend, current boyfriend, who was still my date at the time. And then he actually brought that up to me after he saw me receive the offer. So he's like, oh, it's time to talk about this. And I was like, sure, let's talk about this. I already had a job and I decided to move to a bigger place it's uh, more important if we schedule our future. So I think it's a change of mindset after I got the offer. I just completely changed to a different person. And now I would take financial classes after work and I will look up insurance bills and decided um, what the copay. I Like I say, I became a, I tra transitioned uh, I took the transition to became a more responsible person after I got the offer and then I stepped into relationships. So I think mental state is really important. And sometimes I think it's an excuse that I do say, hey, I don't want a relationship right now. But actually, that's the truth. Like sometimes when you live in a basement, when you don't have a stable job, you don't really want to have relationship. You want to be... I know it's a cliche to stay focused on yourself, but at least get something stable, get a stable income, then you'll be able to um, feel better about finding a long-term boyfriend or girlfriend. Absolutely. And at the same time, when you are in the mindset, you happen to have this person ready for you there, which is incredibly lucky and uh, I feel really happy for you that that oh, happened. Thank you. But it's really weird that this, the right person happened to be in the right place at the right time. So at the same time, I'm really jealous. <laughs> I, I'm still working on myself right now. I'm trying to build the mindset, which makes me a more mature and reliable person when another person is ready to enter into my life and ready to open his world for me to enter into his life as well. So it's like really a very um, collaborative thing, or I would say it's, it requires a lot of good luck. And patience. And patience. And patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah. the biggest reason why I chose my boyfriend is he has a lot of patience and he teach he teaches me to be more patient uh, in terms of life, working out, and a lot of things. So I think the first step is being patient and your future husband is waiting for you at Whole Foods <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think it's really great that you are growing together and learning so much from each other. Actually, my ex and I were kind of similar with your relationship. 
what you have right now. And I feel really grateful and appreciate that he um, is a really, he's really a patient person. And I think I am the more dominant person in the relationship and he endured a lot of pressure <laughs> from me. And he's the person who is always listening and I'm the person who is more initiating and leading this relationship. Um, but in the end, unfortunately, it didn't work out because I kind of had no feelings towards him at the end because of the long distance and the mm. exhaustion in the long distance communication and that he always putting so much effort to preserve our relationship made me feel really guilty because I feel I don't love him or like him the way he loves me. And it's kind of sad and made me think what kind of relationship I really want and can I really find something or someone I love as much as he loves me? Because there's always seems to be a mismatch whether this guy loves me more or I love him so much more that I feel hurt. So sometimes it's really hard to find the right balance and the right person to do this love trial thing together. Have you had similar experience? Or like, how do you feel that your love is balanced or you feel good in it? I definitely had experience that somebody so cute and has a college degree because a lot of people <laughs> don't think that they have a college degree is right. so cute and they mixed and then just like oh he's just so cute he looks like Ken Boling and then <laughs> but I just didn't like him because um he just not my type and I felt a little bit mismatched, but then I realized that it's because the type of love we want are not matched. If you find a dude that you like him more than he likes you, but he's the type of lover that are more comfortable with people, are more comfortable with people loves him and take care of him, maybe he will choose you. So I think there are if your types of love matches, then you will be able to match because I've experienced people who always want, um, who always dated a girl that he didn't seem to like much, but he's enjoying this kind of freedom and then receiving care from her. So I guess you just need to find the right type of love um, as you mentioned before, there are a book about how your personality type determines who you love and why do you fall in love with one person rather than another. Do you want to talk about the book? Yeah, so this book uh, is by Helen Fisher, Dr. Helen Fisher, and uh, it's called Why Him, Why Her? And he basically talks about how a person's personality type determines who they love 
and why they fall in love with one person rather than another. And it's so interesting because when my ex, um, when, when my ex and me met at, a, at the last time, um, we were really not feeling it. And he came from really far away to see me and we were just trying to have lunch and have a good time. But I was just really sad. And he could sense that I'm really sad and that oh. I was not enjoying the time. And he's just so hurt. He's so heartbroken. He just left uh, when I said, um, can we be friends? Oh. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to deal with my feelings and my reactions when somebody apparently very into me in front of me saying he loves me and I'm kind of just numb and didn't feel my feeling towards him and at the end of the day we still talk and we talk about how we feel uh, and how our feelings towards each other is completely the opposite when he feels the strongest love towards me I feel the numbest, um, cold, the coldest blood bitch in the world. And, but he didn't blame me. We, we talk it off and he told me that it's totally fine. And it also taught him uh, a lesson that it's really important to think about what we really want. And sometimes it's not, ourselves cannot control our decisions ourselves cannot control our feelings and what happened happened and there's really nobody to blame that we didn't um make it yeah oh go back to the four types of love mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so there were four types explorer builder uh, director and negotiator so they were literally just like how it seems to be. An explorer is someone who really likes adventures. Builder likes to build something from scratch and preserve it. A director is really dominant and likes to initiate and be the director in a relationship. A negotiator is more a communicative, collaborative person. And I feel I'm an explorer. Oh. I, I seem to not to be a builder maybe um but i'm an explorer i really if there's no excitement in a relationship then i will enjoy it 99 percent less oh. and i think it's partly or mostly determined on the imagination of how a relationship is really is and the early, earliest relationships I've had determines what kind of relationship I really want, I feel. If, if the earliest relationship you had uh, that you really, really liked, maybe you'll keep doing that. If you hated those, you might become the opposite person. And I really enjoyed my earliest relationship and I kept chasing the same feeling or seeking the same excitement that I've had during my 
young and horny <laughs> exciting days and i feel like there must there might be a change there might need to be a change since i'm growing older do you how about you uh, uh-huh. I think my boyfriend is the negotiator because every time we had a smallest argument, we will set up a meeting to talk about that. And then he just acts like a product manager in the relationship. We have weekly stand-ups, we have monthly check-ins, and we have a bi-monthly roundabout. So we what summary what do what do we do and what should we improve so it's very like a business meeting but that definitely reflects that he's a negotiator and then i do think i'm explorer um but before i put my exploration on the excitement now i put it more on physical activity like working like, out every day yeah <laughs> twice per day an hour <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do agree i have no idea why but maybe i i do feel girls have much more imagination of how a really good relationship is than guys because relationship is just everything to a girl in all the literature, all the stuff on TV and everything that is supposed to be seen and watched by a girl. So I feel like our brain is kind of messed up by the popular um, stuff that we're watching. Like when we were born, we were brainwashed by the TV that all the girl want is love. Maybe sometimes diamond, but most time is love. And then we're brainwashed to be the one who's waiting other than chasing. And we are brainwashed that we need to forgive men's childishness because they are less mature than we are. But think about that, it's very terrible that we grew up in the environment and we didn't even exactly. do a second guess, second doubt. Pop culture messed up our brain, but sometimes I I feel those stuff that they are trying to ingrain in our brain. I'm trying to fight back by doing the complete opposite. For example, um, I want to be the person who chase a guy. Actually, my first boyfriend is just like that. He doesn't like me at the first time. Like at first, he doesn't like me. But I'm just so stubborn. I'm just, <laughs> I just Aww. want to turn this person who doesn't like me to someone who likes me. And I did it. <laughs> and it's it's like turning water into wine. I mean, I'm doing Jesus work. But I mean, it's really hard. But I'm so stubborn. And I did it eventually. Um, I will not say how I did it. But it just happened that he likes me in the end a lot which i didn't expect him to to be but eventually we were dating and we were in love and we had a really fun exciting relationship and i didn't expect it to be my most 
memorable relationship because I was so young. I was so young that I didn't know that this is precious. I felt like this this is just how every relationship is supposed to be. I'm going to have a lot of meaningful and memorable love life in the future that I can enjoy. Unfortunately, the reality has told me it's not true. It's not like that. And I really cherish what I had before, but (laughs) right now I'm at a stage uh, where I have a more realistic feel of how relationship is supposed to be. And I'm working myself towards being a builder instead of being an explorer, I would say, or maybe being a half-half. Because mm-hmm. I know that I don't want to end up die alone. Although I don't want to just push it. I don't want to rush it. But I want someone who I can feel comfortable all the time with. But at the same time, explore together a lot of adventures and different stuff. Interesting in life and being able to grow with this person. One thing, about, yeah. one thing about pop culture brainwashing, I want to say another thing is that not only the pop, pop culture poetry female is uh, subordinate, that's like less important because nowadays there are more and more TV shows about people like women just casual dating, hooking up, and that's like the mainstream TV show now. And then we are actually being brainwashed by those. Actually, you need to give a second thought. Second thought, is it really the life you want? Do you really want to do casual dating? Because all the TV shows are talking about it. Do you think it's cool? Or it's just because it's very popular now. You have to really think about that. And then... Just like Jordan Peterson said, no matter like how busy you are, you still have time to be left alone. Like in these times that you're alone, do you want to be seeking for casual dating or you want a stable companion by your side? So uh, I want to give this opinion, give this um, speech, not speech, but like, this is my opinion to like a lot of popular TV shows, their influence to the young women in casual dating. I think there are a lot of people step into that just because, oh, they saw this show about Tinder or they saw this dating show like on Netflix. So this is really something that also potentially gonna brainwash you. Right. As much as I don't agree with a lot of Jordan Peterson's mm-hmm. literature and papers or the stuff that he talked about, the thing he talked about about casual dating is really interesting. And I kind of agree with him on this point that uh, intimacy taken out of t- context is just a substitute of love or substitute of a companion that someone should be seeking for or could have made their time more valuable 
ads by because it's really just a substitute of intimacy or companion of someone you can really share what your true opinions or your true feelings are instead of doing these fast food uh, hookups or casual thing and and that, and that it kind of reminds me of a book that a German literature or German philosopher wrote. Um, I don't know his English name, <laughs> but he he talks a lot about how in modern days people kind of just lost the ability to love because they value so much about their so-called integrity and they think they can do everything by themselves and on their own and they don't value this kind of deep connections and emotions flowing towards another person and just focusing on themselves so selfishly or so um, just they so that they just cannot spare any emotion and time and effort to another person. And I think that's mm -hmm. really spot on. <laughs> to what I've experienced um, in my casual dating days. And now I really want to just sit back and take some time and maybe just wait and at the same time working on myself to build my personality and my network to know more people before diving into this fake intimacy stage. Remember, it's fast food. You can have, but you cannot have a lot. And if you want to have one, make sure it's Jolly B. Exactly. Make sure it's beautiful yellow man. <laughs> and, and just don't get addicted to it or waste too much time and money and uh, effort or value in it. Can we wrap yeah. up? Yeah, I think we are ready to wrap up. And it's really nice to chat with you about this topic because it's been in the back of my head for a couple months since I was hurt by this person particularly. But um, now that I can neutrally judge myself um, back then, from back then, I feel it's still a learning opportunity, still a lesson for me. And it's not that all that bad, uh, but it's going on towards my future um, growth and love life. I know better what I want and what I don't want. Congratulations. I also feel, I also feel today's conversation is really valuable and it's also very intimate for us to share. So I really hope audience will like it. And then on that note, we are finishing today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking with you all next time. Bye-bye.